Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Well, that's exciting, challenging. Uh, you know, I've watched Mitch grow um, just as I have with Dan. I've had uh, plenty of times with him and spoken quite strongly to him about what he says and what he does. Uh, the good news is, you know, we've prayed for him today and set him apart as we have. The bad news is for you, Tori, he is not perfect. Um, despite our prayers, despite our hopes, despite his mum and dad's efforts over many, many years, Mitch is still Mitch, and, um, and uh, I'm going to address some of those issues today with my sermon. Uh, not directly, but I'm sure you'll be able to see from some of the things that I say. I do want to read to you um, this passage of Scripture from 2 Timothy, Paul speaking to his spiritual son in some ways. He says this, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that that same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan into the flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. Appreciate your words this morning, Mitch, um, because, you, you know, what's planted in you isn't something you've initiated, it's something God has done through generations now, and we look forward to God doing much, much more yet. I want to talk to you this morning quickly, and uh, I apologise if it seems like I'm going too fast, but um, time is getting on. And, and, and like I said, there's an application for Mitch in this. But there's also an application for all of us. Most of you who drive, put up your hand if you've got a license. Now put up your, leave your hand up if you know what a blind spot is. Yeah. Now how many of you have made insurance claims as a result of something you didn't see in your blind? (laughs) Don't, don't put your hand up, all right? A blind spot is called a blind spot because of something that happens that you don't see. You know, if you're driving a right-hand drive car, there's a couple of blind spots that are really obvious, and one is on your left-hand side near the rear quarter panel. It's like if you're in a two-lane highway, it's easy not to see the car that's right there in that blind spot. You can't see it in a rear vision mirror there, can't see it in an external mirror. Um, The car, if it's sitting diagonally behind you, is in a blind spot, and when you go across and that car is there, you're likely to hear a horn. Depending on the person in the car, you might see some indication from them about how they feel about what you've done. It's a blind spot because you can't see it. The same is true on the right-hand side in the same position. You can be on the left lane of two lanes and on the right-hand side, right behind you, In a diagonal position is another blind spot. You can't see the car that's there. And if you go to get into the right-hand lane, uh, they let you know that you're in the wrong spot. 
Uh, and it's really, really frustrating when that happens. Your horn toots or whatever else, people get all upset. But it's called a blind spot. Why? Because it's a blind spot. You can't see it. Now, many of you have been out to dinner. Put up your hand if you've been out to dinner somewhere, somehow. Isn't it really difficult when you're out to dinner with somebody and they eat something, depending on your relationship with them, and then they've left a little bit on the side of their mouth? Or... Has that happened to you before? I mean, depending on who the person is, if it was me, I'd just leave. I wouldn't say anything. I'm happy to see it just sit there, you know, and for him to... <laughs> But, but it's really difficult, to be, depending upon your relationship with the person. You think, I don't know if you realise, but there's a bit of food just on the side. And what you do is, instinctively you do this, you go, <laughs> thinking, I won't say it, maybe this will be a hint enough. What's even worse is when someone goes like this, and, you, and then everyone in the room goes... <laughs> Blind spots, we all have them, whether we want to have them or not, we have them. And the challenge is this, or the question is this, am I missing something? Is there something missing in my life that I can't see that other people can see? And it's, it's, it's not so much your problem what somebody else is missing, but the question I'm asking is, am I missing something? Am I missing something in my life that could make a significant difference? I want to read to you, and I'm going to skip through some stuff. Acts chapter 18, 24 to 26. It says, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the Scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. He'd been taught the way of the Lord and taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. In a macro sense, there's a whole bunch of things that I'm missing. There are things that I don't understand. I'm talking about the world and the way that we view it. There are things that happen in the world. I don't have an answer for them. I, I, I'm not sure. It's not a challenge to my faith, but it's also, it's a gap. You see, what's happened with the bushfires, and you see some extraordinary people lose their lives. And you think, God, why did that happen? I'm not sure. You go to other countries and you hear of what happens in other countries and, and, and there are questions that rest in our spirits, if you like, and we don't always have the answers. And, and often I ask, am I actually missing something? In my own life, in a, on a personal level, there are questions as well. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why? There's a whole bunch of things, a whole lot of questions that I don't have answers for. But the question again that keeps playing through my mind is, am I missing something? As I look at the church across our nation, as a matter of fact, in many nations of the world, what happens is I'm left with a challenge. Left with a challenge because at times I'm disgusted by the behavior of people who call them the church, call themselves the church disgusted with the way they treat people, yet we're supposed to be, if you like, characterized by love. 
I'm challenged because the church in our nation is probably about 8% of the population, yet the gospel we preach seems to indicate if people don't receive Christ, they go to a lost eternity. I'm challenged because many people who have received Christ don't yet seem to understand what that actually means. They think they know, but I think a lot of the time they're actually missing something, including myself. There's something not right, not as it ought to be. And part of what we're going to do on those Sunday nights is we're going to look at the Scriptures and we're going to address areas in our lives to, to, if you like, appropriate what Christ has already won for us. It's sort of like He's done all this so that we can experience an extraordinary life. Yet on the other hand, so many of us miss out on an extraordinary life because we don't appropriate what's already been completed, what's already been purchased, what's already been won. It's, it's you know, and, and what I'm saying is true, not just of my own thoughts, but many people around the world now are saying there's been a problem in the church for many years and it's a lack of discipleship, not a lack of teaching. And there's a difference. Lots of people, there's been lots of teaching. But discipleship is, it's like an apprenticeship. It's the application of the things that have been taught. It's like people have heard a whole bunch of stuff, but they haven't learned a whole lot of stuff. And and as a result, people who follow Christ even are asking questions. Am I missing something? Why is my life like what it is? What's gone wrong? What have I missed out on? Apollos, clearly in in one area of his life, was missing something. I just want to make a couple of points about Apollos. He was a great communicator who preached with boldness. Had a good understanding of the scriptures. He'd been discipled well. He taught enthusiastically and accurately about Jesus, but despite all the good that was in his life, he was still missing something. And we know that missing something was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. My question to you today is, you might say, well, yeah, I'm baptised in the Holy Spirit. I'm not missing that. That's fine. But what are you missing? Unless your life is perfect, there is something missing. There's something that God wants to speak to you about. A little earlier, Mitch, your auntie Lynn said, don't use this Bible every day. Can I encourage you? Use a Bible every day, though. There was good reason why she said that. But as we read the Bible, we... The Bible actually reads us. It helps us to see and to understand what we're missing. And it's not, in, it's not done in a judgmental way. It's done in a way that adds something to you. So that you can experience what Christ has already purchased for you. In Matthew 13, 21, the Passion Translation, it says simply this. Shortly after he hears it, it's the parable of the sower. Shortly after he hears it. Troubles and persecutions come because of the kingdom message he received. Then he quickly falls away, for the truth didn't sink deeply into his heart. You know, we live in a world where there are constantly messages given out. You know, social media is full of messages. Some of the messages are profound, but they too were gone in an instant. And what the, the challenge here or the description of this person here is what, hap- what happened is he fell away because the, 
The, the truth didn't sink deeply into his heart. Can I say for all of us, for me, myself included, we need the truth to sink deeply into our hearts so that there can be transformation. Jesus Christ died on a cross so that we might experience an extraordinary life. John 10.10, 10, it speaks about an abundant life. That means life here and now and, and life everlasting. The sad thing is this, so many people couldn't say that they have an abundant life here and now. And yet that's the very reason Jesus died. The issue is not with Jesus, it's a, an issue with us and the truth not resting deeply in our heart. What's been missing is application. What's been missing is a component of discipleship. My question to you today is, are you missing something? And if you are, what is it you are missing? You know, as I ask the question to myself, and I do it often, I always return to this. I say, God, I want more of you. I want you to fill me afresh. I want you to touch me, to change me, to transform me, to do something deep within my spirit that somehow works it out it works its way out through the way that I think and the way that I act and the way that I live. There's a hunger for God to do something in me that changes me. Not so that I get something more for myself, but so that I get something more that I can give to others. There are many times where we're challenged with needs and I think, have we got what it takes to meet the person at the point of their need? I see Jesus as he walked on the earth. Many times he was approached by people. Many times people came to him and where there were needs, he, he had what was required to meet the people at the point of their need. And I think, God, if only we could become more like Jesus so that when people are in need, we ourselves would be able to meet those people at the point of their need and share his grace and his love. You know, in some ways I said that this was targeted at Mitch, but it's, it's targeted at us all. But, you know, Apollos was an extraordinary man, a competent minister. When he learned of Jesus' plan for the Holy Spirit, and he received him and became more effective. Or as the Bible says, he learned the way of God even more accurately. Mitch, you're starting out. Work out what you're missing and pursue it. But it's not just for Mitch. It's for all of us. Work out what you're missing and pursue it. As is inferred from what I've said here, there's an anointing from God that can touch and change and transform life. But it's not just the anointing that you need. Because sometimes there's a moment where you feel good, doesn't compensate for all the areas where you need, that you need to address. There are times, you know, when, when I do exercise and I feel good as a result of the exercise, but it doesn't compensate for all the bad food that I eat. I'm not talking about Ruth's cooking either. I'm talking about junk food or whatever else. And sometimes what happens is we think we feel good for a few moments in God and that suddenly that just wipes out everything else. Can I suggest that we do both? That we believe God for a fresh anointing, but that we also allow the word to speak to us, to read us, so that our lives can be touched and changed and transformed. Am I missing something? Are you missing something? 
I'd say the answer always has to be yes. It's not a judgmental question. It's not a judgmental outcome. It's just simply an observation of where we're at. Now need for more of God. I'm going to finish just a couple of moments. But what I want to challenge you with today is don't settle for second best. I was listening to a podcast just the other day about aging. I know it's probably relevant to me. But these people, they weren't Christians. They were trying to work out why when you get older, time seems to go quicker at some times and slower at others. And then they, they had this idea that, you know, when you're a 20-year-old, if, you, if, if, if two years passes, actually 10% of your life has already passed. When you're an 80-year-old and two years passes, the percentage of your life that has passed is much smaller. And these guys were debating backwards and forwards and they were coming up with all sorts of scientific studies and they were working out. They actually came to the point where they said, it's true that as you get older, you feel like time goes quicker. They they were talking about how your body clock slows and it affects this and affects... This is all fantastic. But you know what makes no difference whatsoever? Whether time goes faster, whether time goes quick, you don't control time. But what you can control is this what you do with your time. I don't want you to waste your life. Just uh, Monday night, you know, we spent some time uh, talking with the youth team. We talked about the number of days that we've been alive. And I'm not going to ask you to work out how many days you've been alive, but Ruth and I have been alive for more than 20,000 days each. It's a long time, isn't it, eh? It's been, yeah, for <laughs> everything's relative. <laughs> There's been some great days and some challenging days, but you know what? There's been a whole lot of wasted days as well. This year, you've got 366 days. You've got an extra day. What are you missing? What are you missing? Just stand together with me and pray. Father, as I say those words, I sense move of your Holy Spirit. Apollos was missing baptism of the Holy Spirit. As we ask ourselves the question, what are we missing? We know that, that the answer to that question is absolutely, definitely, we all need more of you. Some would need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Some would need to refire in that area. Some would need to reconsider the impact, the work and the power of the Holy Spirit on their life. Some would respond and say, you know, I need to read my Bible because I'm, I'm missing the input that can come from God through the written word. Other people are responding in different ways and they're answering the question what what is it that they're missing some people are in the midst of turmoil as a result of grief some people are in the midst of turmoil as a result of their health circumstance situation 
We know that there are many people in our country that are suffering as a result of both drought and bushfires. Where there's loss, we know that many people are missing something. My prayer is not only that we would address the thing that is missing, but that we would become what's missing for somebody else. We would be those who would walk with compassion and kindness. That we would be those that would express love and care and understanding. Where the people around us are suffering in some form or another, that, Father, we could partly become the answer, just like Jesus was, and uh, we'd be able to express ourselves to them in a way that brings them to a place of healing and wholeness. Father, my prayer right now today is that you would come by your Holy Spirit and that you would meet every person where they're standing and that you would fill them with your Holy Spirit again and that you would attend to the area of need in their lives so that they might hear your voice and understand what it is that you want to do in them. Father, I thank you. Thank you for the touch of your hand on all of our lives today. And I pray that this week we might take time aside for this next seven days or so, that we would take time, that we would carefully consider what it is that you're saying to us, that change might come to our lives and to the lives of those around about us. In Jesus' name I pray. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.